Have you ever felt like you got off easy when you did something wrong? So you admit you dismantled my stereo? Mm-hmm. Gave your sister's favorite doll to the Salvation Army? Yeah. Auctioned off your mother's car while she was in the store? Well. And sold our house for a dollar seventy-five and a pair of comic books? Are Are you gonna punish me? Nah. Whew! Now that's mercy. Letting somebody off the hook when they don't really deserve it, and we're going to discover what can happen when someone who receives mercy doesn't pass it on. In today's journey to Odyssey. Oh, hi there! I was just working on one of my inventions here. I'm John Avery Whitaker, but you can call me Whit, and this is Odyssey. Hey, let's see if this thing works. Hold it! Okay, so it needs a little more work, but that's the exciting part because you never know what you'll discover along the way. Oh, don't take my word for it though. You can find out for yourself when you come along on today's Adventures in Odyssey. I'm Chris. Thanks for coming along on another journey to Odyssey. You know, I was just looking through my Bible and found an interesting story Jesus once told his disciples. It's about a servant who owed his king lots and lots of money. One day, the king asked the servant to pay back everything he owed, but the servant didn't have the money. The king was going to throw him in jail, but the servant begged and pleaded. The king felt so sorry for him that, well, he told the servant to forget it. He didn't have to pay him back at all, ever. <laughs> nice guy, huh? Well, later the servant met up with the man who owed him just a few cents. The servant asked him for it, but the man didn't have it. Sound familiar? Well, even though the man pleaded and begged, the servant had him thrown in jail. It wasn't long before the king heard about this and called the servant in to see him. Do you know what the king said to the servant? Well, I'll tell you. At the end of the program, <laughs> but first we're going to join Wit and his friends for a real-life modern-day version of this parable, and that's coming up when we return to Odyssey. Right after this. You've probably heard people say that apples are good for you, and they are,、uh, unless you steal them. Then they can lead to big trouble, and that's what Scott Williams is in the process of finding out. Yep, there he is now, taking an unexpected ride in the back of Officer Harley's police car. What in the world is all the ruckus? David,、uh, that's Officer Harley, Tom. I'm on duty. Well, what's going on out here, Officer Harley? I apprehended a culprit in the act of pilfering the fruits of your labors. In English, please. I caught Scott Williams trying to steal your apples. He broke your fence too. Stealing my apples? Yep. And for that, you needed a siren. Well, you about scared the wits out of me. Oh, sorry. Well, actually, Scott just wanted to hear what it sounded like. Pretty dramatic, huh? Sure was. 
You you actually saw Scott taking the apples? With both hands tied behind my back. I mean, with both eyes, uh... Where is he? Huh? Oh, in the car. You want to interrogate him? Well, I'd like to talk to him, yes. Okay. I'll whistle for him. Yoo-hoo! Scott! Mr. Riley wants to talk to you. I didn't mean to do it, Mr. Riley. Honest. Do what, Scott? Take your apples and break your fence. It was an accident. Well, which was an accident? Taking my apples or breaking the fence? Both. Oh, I see. You accidentally broke the fence while you were climbing over to accidentally steal my apples? Yeah. Please, Mr. Riley, don't have me arrested. My parents will put me on restriction for the rest of my life. Well, I don't know anything about anybody getting arrested. But you have to understand a couple of things here, Scott. There's a, um, you know, there's a principle involved here. Oh, no. Every time a grown-up talks about principles, it means I'm in trouble. Well, that depends on what you've done. Now, take those apples, for instance. You already tried to, Tom. I mean figuratively speaking. Oh. See, those apples aren't ready to be eaten. They're so green that if you ate them now, you'd get an upset stomach. That's one reason why I have a sign out there saying not to trespass. It's not that I don't want to share my apples. I just want to be able to share them when I think they're ready. I'm sorry. But there's something even more important than that. You just can't up and take what doesn't belong to you. It's just not right. You have to respect other people's property. I understand. Do you? Yes, sir, I do. Good. So, you want me to book them now, Tom? Well, no, I don't think so. Oh. Well, do you want them to make restitution? Oh, no, not that. Anything but that. Scott, Scott, just calm down. Do you know what making restitution is? Uh, no, but it sounds horrible. Making restitution means to pay someone back. Yeah, but it does? Oh, oh I thought it meant something else. What'd you think? Well, I'm... Oh, never mind. So, do you want him to pay you for the apples or for fixing the fence? I figure he's got to owe you at least, uh, I don't know, uh, $30 for that mess. 30 bucks? I don't have 30 bucks. Well, well, forget about it. We'll let it go this time. Oh, thank you, Mr. Riley. I'll never do this again. I'll see that you don't. Well, I guess that wraps this case up. Hope you learned something important here today, Scott. I have. Good. I did, too. I learned what restitution means. Thanks, Tom. Oh, thank you, Officer Harley. No, nothing really. Hmm. Oh, yes, happy to oblige. Part of the job, you know, keeping law and order and all that. Want to lift home, Scott? No, thanks. I'll ride my bike. It's back by the tree. Thanks again, Mr. Riley. Sure. See you, David. Good work. Righto. Hey, Scott. How about if I drive you back to your bike, we'll turn on the siren again. <laughs> Hi, Whit. Hello, Connie. Oh, hello, Tom. Hi. Hi, Mr. Riley. Hello. Slow day? What makes you say that? Well, there's hardly anybody in here except Robbie Holt over there reading a book. Huh. I can't remember the last time I saw you playing checkers in the middle of the day. In fact, I don't think I could imagine Connie playing checkers at all. <laughs> well, I would have thought that checker playing was beneath a worldwide, sophisticated lady such as yourself. Well, it is. Wit conned me into playing. Why, did not? 
asked you to play, and you said that playing checkers was very, very, what was the word you used? Hick. Yeah, that's right. You said it was a very hick game to play, and all I said was... That I was a snob and a coward for not playing. I didn't call you a snob or a coward. Well, whatever word you used, that's what you meant. So I'm going to show them that not only can I play, but I can beat them, too. <laughs> oh, you can't. Well, you can try. Ah, ha, gotcha. What? How did you do that? What? Oh, well, <laughs> I set you up. It's, um, it's part of my plan. Oh, well, if your plan is to lose, you're doing a pretty good job. It's not over till it's over, Mr. Whitaker. Uh, you're absolutely right. Say, Mr. Riley, I heard about the excitement out at your place this morning. Excitement? Yeah. Nikki Kershaw heard from Steve Perry that Michael Turner was over at Thelma Gardner's who said that she saw seven police cars, a fire oh. truck, and an ambulance with the sirens going full blast. Pull out onto your road. <laughs> well, that, uh, that was nothing. Officer Harley caught Scott Williams going for some of my apples. You needed seven police cars, a fire truck, and an ambulance to catch a kid stealing apples? We take crime very seriously in this town, Connie. Uh, crown me. No, fair. You can't do that. <laughs> sure I can. I just did, didn't I? <laughs> Connie, it was only one police car, Officer Harley's. It only sounded like seven. Ah, David was on the case, huh? Who'd you say you caught? Uh, the Williams boy. You mean Scott? Well, he's a rambunctious one. There. Kiss that piece goodbye. Oh, now don't get cocky. I was just leading you into a false sense of security. Sure. So, uh, what'd you do with the Williams boy? You better keep it down. Here comes Scott now. Where? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's him. I really felt sorry for him this morning. He was sure upset at getting caught. I didn't know he was friends with Rob Holt. Hi, Rob. I've been looking all over for you. You have? I've been right here reading this book. See? Have you got the money you owe me? Uh, uh, not yet. See, I haven't got my allowance yet this week. As soon as I get my allowance, I'll give you the two dollars. I promise. I told you that I wanted it today. I know. I thought I'd have it. Honest. I'm not making excuses. My dad hasn't given me my allowance. As soon as he does, you'll get all of it. You better, or you're going to have some big trouble. I want my money. Today. I'll give you to this afternoon. Got it? Yeah, right. See you later, Scott. Boy, that's the last time I ever borrowed money from him. So what are you going to do, Rob? I don't know. My dad's away this weekend. I won't get the rest of my allowance until Monday. Why don't you ask your mom? I can't do that. She'll kill me for borrowing the money in the first place. That's what I get for using my lunch money to buy comic books. I'd lend you the money if I had it. I know. Thanks anyway. Psst. Rob, Rob, over here, in the alley. Scott? Oh, boy. Come here, now. Not you, Ben. I want to talk to Rob alone. He's my friend. Where he goes, I go. Not this time. This is between him and me. Ben, don't worry about it. Just wait here, okay? I'm sure that Scott will understand, being the friendly kind of person that he is. Just wait here. All right. Signal me if you need help. What'll a high-pitched scream do? Hurry up, Rob. This will only take a second, if you're smart. I know what you want, Scott. And, uh... 
I have a dollar to give you. Only a dollar? Yeah. See, my dad only gave me half my allowance because I didn't have time to clean my room. I'll have to give you the other dollar later. What did I tell you? I said I wanted it all today. Don't push me. I said I'd get... What am I going to have to do, huh? Please stop pushing me. I'll get you out. You better get it or I'll do more than push you. I want that money. I will. I'll get it for you. I promise. I'll be looking for you. Maybe you'll find a dollar in that trash somewhere. <laughs> Rob, Rob, are you okay? Yeah, I think so. That guy's a jerk. Here, let me help you out. Did you hear something, David? Hmm? Ah, hear something? No, just the usual noises of the street and our footsteps. It sounded like a crash. I think it came from around the corner. Look, look down that alley. Wow, you're right. What a mess. There must be a dozen garbage cans down there. No, not the garbage cans, David. Those boys in the garbage cans. Huh? It looks like Rob and, and Ben. Come on. Are you boys all right? Uh, yeah, I'm okay. Well, what happened? You lose something? No. What were you doing in the trash cans? I must have tripped. Right, Ben? Uh. Tripped? Yeah, I did that once, except I wound up in a big mud puddle. You know, I was just as messy as you are now. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't stink. Whoa, you guys need a bath. You tripped into those trash cans? Yeah. Rob, look me in the eyes. Now, you didn't trip into those cans. Somebody pushed you, right? Well... Now, come on, tell me the truth. Have you boys been fighting? No, not us. Scott Williams pushed Rob into them. Ben! Is that true, Rob? Scott Williams did this to you? Yes. He got mad because I owe him a dollar. He pushed you around because of one dollar? Yeah. I'm going to give it to him as soon as my dad gives me the rest of my allowance. Honest. But Scott doesn't like to wait. Uh, that's assault and battery. Somebody ought to arrest that kid. Oh, I can't. Oh, now, just hold on, David. Let's get you cleaned up a little, Rob, and you go on home. And don't you boys worry about Scott anymore. But what about the dollar? Well, you just pay him back as soon as you can. But don't worry about him pushing you around anymore. <laughs> I don't think he'll have the energy when I'm through with him. Uh-oh. I know that tone on your face. Sounds like you've come up with some kind of an idea. Maybe. But first, I have to call Scott's father and make sure it's okay. We'll be back with more from Odyssey right after this. And now the conclusion of today's visit to Odyssey. Why, it's Officer Harley. What a pleasant surprise. Maybe not, sir. I'm here for your son, Scott. You are? Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Let me call him. Scott! Scott! Yeah, Dad? What do you want? Uh, hi, Officer Harley. Oh, hi, Scott. I, I mean, uh, are you Scott Williams of 4242 Sycamore Lane? Uh, yeah. You're gonna have to come with me. I am? Yep. But, but what did I do? Am I under arrest? Come on along. Everything will be explained in due time. Dad. 
Well, there's nothing I can do, son. You know, the long arm of the law and all that stuff. Go on, down to the car. I think you know where you're supposed to sit. But I didn't do anything wrong. Where are you taking me? You're going to make restitution. What? Get in the car. You'll see. <laughs> Thanks for your cooperation, Bill. Yeah, my pleasure. After everything Tom Riley told me, I think this will be a good lesson for him. Just don't scare him too much. Uh, not at all, sir. I don't think your son scares easily. See you in a little while. Okay. Here? You brought me back here again? Well, why did you bring me back here? Hi, Scott. Hi, Mr. Riley. Come on out. We have to settle accounts. We do? Yep. The way I estimate it, you owe me the cost of the labor for picking up the apples you knocked down. And, now let's see, there's the cost of the materials and labor for fixing the fence. So I think that a total comes to about... $27.42. What? Give or take a penny. But I don't have that kind of money. You don't? No. He doesn't have the money, Officer Harley. What do you think we should do? Hmm? Uh, 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 push him into some trash cans? Oh, we couldn't do that. Oh, well, maybe he could do the work in trade. Now, there's a nifty idea. Thank you. Rather than pay me the money... I'll let you pick up all the apples under the tree you were climbing around in. And, oh, yeah, you can fix the fence you broke. But, but you said I didn't have to. Yeah, that's true. I did. See, I thought that you'd learn something if I let you off the hook. Now I realize the only way you're going to learn is by having to make restitution. I don't get it. You will. But, but it's not fair. I think I'm being as fair with you as you were with Rob Holt. R Rob Holt? Yeah, you remember him. Short fella, smells like a garbage can. Let's go. You have work to do. Wait, my dad will pay you. Let me call him. I already called him. He seems to think this is a good lesson for you, too. Come on. The hammer, nails, and wood are by the fence. If you hurry up, you might be... Maybe. Sundown? Oh, I told you. Every time an adult talks about principles, I get in trouble. I've got you on the run now. Dream on, little girl, dream on. <laughs> Double jump. Wait a minute, how did you do that? Oh, what's the matter? Am I moving too fast for you? No. That's all right. I needed to sacrifice those two pieces in order to uh, move this one over here. There, crown me. Oh, hold on now. Hmm, how'd that piece get there? <laughs> What's the matter? Am I moving too fast for you? Oh. Well, well. Now, just look at this. I saw the light in the window and couldn't believe you'd still have the shop open. Oh, uh, careful, Tom. We, we just mopped the floor there. Huh? Oh, oh, oh. Uh -huh. All right, all right. Yeah, and since we finished all the cleaning up, we thought we'd get back to our game of checkers. You're still playing the same game? No, we're playing the best three out of four. Oh. Or is this the best four out of five? Well, I think it's at six out of seven, but and not for long. Hey, bingo, I got your last piece cornered. What? Let me see. <laughs> that was an awful easy move, Connie. You sure you're not getting tired? What, me tired? Forget it, with. <laughs> I'm not quitting. 
Well, in that case, I think I'll make some coffee while you unsuccessfully try to win this game. Uh, if I can get across this floor, it's still wet. Say, uh, Tom. Huh? I heard you gave Scott Williams a pretty hard workout earlier today, right? Now, where'd you hear that? Oh, I told him. You see, Nikki Kershaw heard from Steve Perry that Michael Turner was over at Thelma Gardens. All right, all right, all right, all right. I got the idea. Uh, Tom, you weren't by any chance thinking of Matthew chapter 18 when you made Scott fix your fence, were you? Well, I might have. Didn't think anyone would notice, though. Time out. Matthew chapter 18? You're not going to tell me that there's some Bible verse behind all this now, are you? Could be. You'll have to look it up and see for yourself. All I know is that Scott wronged me by trying to steal my apples and breaking my fence. I forgave him. And rather than make him work or pay me back, I let him off the hook. That's more than I would have done. Maybe. But I don't think Scott was impressed. He went out and pushed Rob around for not paying him what he was owed when he could have been a little more patient and forgiving. Get the connection? I showed mercy to Scott. Scott could have shown a little mercy to Rob. Any similarity between that and Matthew chapter 18 is purely intentional. Just as I figured. Ha! I did it! Not only did I get out of your trap, but I think I might just have this game wound up. Oh, that's impossible. Let me see what you've done. Careful, Whit. Don't forget the floor no. still. <coughs> Slippery. Whit, are you all right? Yes, I think so. Oh, I should have been more careful. Hmm. What happened to the checkers? You're sitting on them. Oh, sorry about that. Looks like you'll have to make this the best seven games out of eight. <laughs> Pour the coffee, Wit. I got you. While Wit and Connie get started on another game of checkers, I can tell you the end of Jesus' parable about the king and the unforgiving servant. The king had the servant brought to him, and he said, I wiped out this enormous debt you owed me because you begged me to. Why didn't you have mercy on the man who owed you money? And because the servant was so unforgiving, the king had him thrown in jail and tortured until he could pay back all the money he owed. Through this story, Jesus was trying to teach his disciples, and us, the very important lesson that just as God has forgiven us, we have to forgive each other. You can read this story for yourself if you want. It's in Matthew chapter 18, beginning with verse 23. We've been getting a lot of mail here in Odyssey. Some of you have been sending us answers to various questions I've asked on previous broadcasts. For example, Tammy in Colchester, Vermont, answered our question about how she gets along with her brothers and sisters. She says, I have to go to God and ask Him to help me have a better relationship with my brothers and sister. It really works, and I praise the Lord for all He's done in my family life. I love the program, and I'll be praying for y'all. Thanks, Tammy. You know, I'd love to get letters from you, too. And it's easy. All you have to do is write to Odyssey, Pomona, that's P-O-M-O-N-A, California, 91799. And when you write, be sure and ask for a cassette copy of today's broadcast. It's called The Quality of Mercy, and it's absolutely free. That address, once again, is Odyssey, Pomona, California, 91799. Or, if you live in the United States, you or your parents can call our toll-free telephone number. Just dial one 800 a family. 
Our operators are on the line from 7 in the morning to 3 in the afternoon Pacific time. The number again is 1-800 and the letters A family. Next week, Wits End is besieged by a rash of pranks, most of which are the result of one person, Philo Sanderson. Unfortunately for Philo, he runs into someone who's just a little bit better at practical jokes than he is. The Quality of Mercy was written by Paul McCusker and produced and directed by Steve Harris and Phil Lawler. Bob Luttrell was our engineer and Chuck Bolte our executive producer. And I'm Chris. I hope you'll join us next week for another adventure in Odyssey. Odyssey is a production of Focus on the Family Incorporated and is supported entirely by the gifts of our listeners. Any help you can provide is greatly appreciated.